0: Hey everyone. So, you know, in the seeing of all this, I mean, in the sort of quiet awakening, the recognition that, you know, we can carry so much horror. And I think it's a time of reckoning for the whole world right now. I think it's a time for us to really um, internally cleanse um, what we've, we've accepted, you know, and what we've assumed is just, you know, the, way, the the go-to way to be. This, you know, and I'm not just speaking about myself, I mean, it was pretty horrific, but I'm just talking in general, the cruelty that we're carrying, the bitterness, the, the suffering, unnecessary suffering that, you know, um, pumps through our veins is just, Horrific and really unnecessary, like why one of the things also, if you're carrying trauma <clears throat> and the overturning of the trauma and consequently the people attached to the trauma, which is again always the biggest thing, right um, is as a child it's it's very overwhelming. I mean this whole thing is just a spin dry cycle of shit, so if, if you've been involved in trauma, and it's, you've been thrown in um, to this, you know, to the crazy of the people around you, then, um, and again, it's a sort of silencing and a refusal and a shutdown, and it's just, it's no to life. If you've been traumatized, it's no to life, to your life anyway. It's a shrinking. It's a disappearing. It's a, you know, um, a reshaping by, you know, by forces that don't belong to you, don't that don't um, uh, give you any ammunition for life, you know. So there must be. I'm supposing, I'm presuming that that everybody's carrying a lot of unfinished business. And a lot of us are just squatting or living in the shadows, you know, trembling in the shadows of these bigger forces that keep us in place. I mean, and the Buddhists call it Mara, you know, the thing that refuses the darkness, right? The shadow. I suppose it's required to understand the contrast to the light. That seems awfully uh, academic. But I, I don't know. I don't know why it all exists. I have not a fucking clue. I just know that again, and this is only my little experience in my little part of the beach of the universe, the tiny grain of sand, is that there is no uh, continuation. There's no growth without shedding, and the shedding requires you face fear. The shadow, the, the 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 shedding means you have to step outside of, you know, the little lifesaver that you're holding onto in this huge sea. And as you wake up, as you begin to like truly. Again, you're separated from the kind of the stew, the cauldron. You're kind of you extricate yourself out of the cauldron that's been boiling and bubbling for the last three million years. And you actually begin to separate from and again if it's in trauma in my case I was solidified, you know, with these two people in their ship. And so it's been an extrication. By um, really by very hard hits, right? By really um, the you know the willingness to feel kind of volcanic, unsavory feelings, right? To really feel really feel the full force of the denial and. And in that feeling, there's a sort of extrication. You know? If you feel real rage and real hatred, it's a, sort of, it's, a, it's, it's a sort of a loosening of the attachment to them because it's a real feeling that you feel that's been sitting there kind of festering for the last three million years. And then you finally aren't squashing it and refusing it and trying to like, and live in that conflict of, I can't feel that feeling towards these fucking people. And they just let it go and you just let that feeling kind of rip through you like a wildfire. And then there's just like, oh, you know, there's a release, there's like, okay. I fucking hate them. But that, you know, that, that, it dilutes the feeling. It's like, okay, whatever. And then there's kind of like a, you you separate out like you there's like this. You, you get a piece of yourself back. Because if you're stuck with them, then you're agreeing to them. And if you agree to them and you don't really, that means you've got to somebody here has got to repress their emotion. And it's not them if you're a child. It's you who has to do all the build, damn building. They don't. They're just the water. They're just, you know, whatever. However, that energetic flow is coming, it's just coming at you. It's not, you don't, they don't build the dam, you do. So there's this, so you're the one that's holding back your energetic force so that you're smothered by theirs. And obviously there's no equilibrium here, it's just a full flood, right? So you're holding back so you can explode, but they can't, they just smother you. So this is an up, it's, it's, it's an upending. It's a revolt in which you get to like extricate yourself from all their shit and from them. It's their shit, not yours. No, it's their beliefs, not yours. It's their truth, not yours. So why would I refuse all of my feelings? and the truth of who I think I am, and um, lived in this kind of smothered, um, fessering, toxic waste dump that's their shit. I mean, everybody has their shit, so it's not like specifically them, but I'm just saying. And in this epoch where we are, we have so much more information and we're able to Everybody can express their feelings and see the truth and everything is, you know, photographed. And, you know, it's like the church can't hide all the pedophiles. The government can't hide all its, you know, corruption. I mean, nothing can be, everything can be got at, right? So there's this kind of like, almost this. almost like the universe is going like, just clean this shit up, guys. You know, like enough, you know, you buried all this shit. Like, let's just clean this shit up. You know, I have to believe in fantasy virgin births and the fuck. And Satan's and whatever. I mean, like, you know, if you don't do this, you're going to rot and you're born wrong. Is this is you're born wrong? It's fucking ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. I think the universe is just like, you know, time to clean up your joint, your pad. But it's an individual cleanse, right? Because we're going through a huge shift, it feels like to me. And it just, I think it demands a, a personal revolution, not every for everybody. That everybody is, you know, nothing works anymore in, in any kind of real, everything's kind of changed up, right? So how are we gonna respond? So, today I was thinking, God, you know, there are other ways to live. I've never seen different ways to live because it's been so this, so systematic, so I have the answer kind of way of life, you know. And that's what happens in trauma. You keep everything very close. You keep everything very, you know, figured out and controlled. And, you know, you're really in trauma. You're outside, you know, outside your border, there's a threat. It's very, um, it really is like a dictatorship, you know, it's like, oh, fear, 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 right? And that in trauma, you are, you're terrified that if you leave the confines of your, you know, five moves, that, you know, well, you don't have any strategies outside the confines. That's what you build your strategy, you know, if you've mastered, if you've done it, if you've had trauma for a long time, you've mastered the art of strategy you know, for five different things. Usually always for the same people because you repeat them over and over. So, and also uh, in this epoch too, there's a lot of, again, it just feels so kind of, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Taking advantage of, you know, like the peddlers of shit and spirituality, and there's so much peddling of crap. You have, just be a have a nice life, and you know, raise your you know, raise your vibration, and you know, and in your life, it's like it's 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 work. You don't just get built in a furnace, and wired up, and terrified, and, and then, you know, a slogan, or someone tells you, you know, just raise your vibration, you know, as if like, it's going to fucking change your life. It's work. It's, you know, if you've been traumatized, you know, it's like you built a whole fucking castle, and you're not leaving that castle, and it's got tons and tons of you know, really sophisticated codes and things you don't even know exist. I mean, I had a whole fucking energetic body. I had no idea it was inside of me. That was basically my own dungeon keeper. I mean, I didn't know, I had never seen that. I had no idea. I had no idea that I I had this thing inside of me that mocked people, not a clue. Not a clue. I had no idea that I was abused as a child. Not a clue. That I had horrific, you know, cruel, uncaring people around me. I had no idea. I was just like absolutely in complete denial. And that's how big the terror was. So if I read a book, a self-help book, you know, On the Floors of Barnes and Nobles, which by the way is really no longer exist, that is not going to help me. More words are not going to help me. More thinking is not going to help me. It's less thinking. It's less addition. It's the sitting and just the sitting. Here I am without the thoughts, with reality right in my face. All the thoughts, yes, I mean, coming at you, like telling you who you are, what you should do, da-da-da, responding to that, da-da-da. It's it's relentless subtraction. No more storage rooms for you, right? And it's got nothing to do with this fucking universe, you know? We're all hiding stuff all the time or pretending a version of ourselves. Trying to live outside our, you know, our little hellholes. Oh, I'm not going to go into my shadow. Oh, I'm not going in there. No, no, no. Let me just stay out here. I don't need to see what's going on in there. Why do I give a shit? I'm perfectly fine doing my five little things over here. It's unbelievably deep unbelievably disturbing that we can carry so much junk that we can be so imprisoned that we can be so refused so denied that that there's this overlying spectrum of horror that we're all pretending isn't really here we're all pretending it's all fine it's all okay a few things are bad but really in the whole you know we're all trying to skate over a pile of shit I mean it's meant to be here for some reason I'm not it's just that it's almost like how can you be here and not fully understand how this whole thing works I mean I don't know how it works I've had a tiny tiny taste of something so fucking big I mean I just don't even know and I've had a tiny scratch of it so God knows how big this thing is I don't know but it's incredible It is incredible that a plant medicine has completely opened up my consciousness to everything that I had completely shut down. That is incredible. It is incredible that meditation took me to an energetic edge that basically blew off some massive layer and burrowed down into... A person that I, I didn't even know existed. That is what's amazing. That I can sit in my apartment on a cushion and connect without the ayahuasca. That's unreal. That vibration heals. Sounds heal. That a lot most a lot of stuff is happening and we can't even see it. It's all around us. It's not physical. It doesn't fit inside our perception, and yet we all go by this very limited perception of how the world works. It really is like our antenna has one setting, and then it's like cable TV, you know? Remember you used to watch the black and white in London, you know, you used to put little, when I was at university, we'd put coins in the box, so the TV would go on and off, it was like very ancient, I'm very old. But you have like three stations, that's, the, that's what it's like when not having access to this stuff. It's like living in like two stations and there are 10 zillion stations. And they're not all reality TV, by the way. <laughs> so it's the questioning of everything. You don't get older and the world shrinks. You get older and the world if you're continually exploring. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. There's more and more consciousness there's more and more understanding and you sort of disappear really and you begin to see what truths actually lie within you so I do design I do interior design and architectural and construction all that stuff and you know I can really get into it like it becomes like I have to like build this thing it 's you know is it lucrative, mm, not really, because the amount of hours you spend putting it all together it really doesn 't yeah um, but again, whatever it is that you do, is it true to you you know is it true what what 's the purpose of it in your life? how does it you know what does it do for you? I think when you start really opening up, you question you begin to actually. Well, first of all, you're here. And so you're not terrified anymore as much. Well, there's still fear, but you're not in that real shutdown, still in Vietnam, the war's over kind of state. And there's, you know, like, oh, do I, why do I do this? You know. I think for me, it's the organization of spaces is, you know, something kind of like I'm able to build... Perhaps I can control the world in some way. I can build the universe that I would love to live in. I don't know. But whatever it is that you do, does that satisfy some of your, does it alleviate some of your trauma? Does it, because it, if, if you've been traumatized, everything relates back to it. So parts of it, I like, like a part of it. I don't like, you know, I don't like all the technical stuff and it just, it gets boring. I, I just shut down. I don't, I'm not interested. How does it work? I don't really care. For me, it's like kind of like, you know, composition and the whole way that the narrative, right? So, so where is it in your life that you, whatever you do that, you know, moves you or doesn't move you? Or where is that related to, to who you are? So this journey in itself, this journey into opening is almost like a career in itself, right? If you're actually on the path, and it takes up time in your day and you attend to it, then it's, you know, it's something that's happening simultaneously. It has a, it has, you know, whatever you put your attention to there, it is, right? So it has importance because if you dedicate time to something, you know, it's part of your life in the same way that whatever you're doing work-wise or your relationships or whatever, if you're participating in it in a kind of honest, you know, I'm here way, you know, then it means something to you. And for me, everything is, well, how, you know, is this honest? Is this true? Is this authentic? Do I I want to do this anymore? Is this really what matters to me, right? So you can have, you can be on this kind of discovery path of self-awareness or growth at the same time that informs whatever else is going as you grow in this kind of like or as you're kind of disinterred in a way I feel like I've been buried and you know the ayahuasca is removing you know the burial ground is like she's the archaeologist like taking me like disinterring me right um whatever you begin to see in that opening, begins to affect everything else. Energetically, you shift, I mean, without even doing anything, everything around you kind of changes. And if you allow the feelings to come up in that kind of, you know, taking away all the the removal of the burial ground, you allow the feelings to be opened and true then everything makes sense. Like so, the people you might have known before, or things that you did, energetically they just they just drive you insane, or they you know it, you just can't be around the same people. I mean, I felt I remember a while back with some people, I just couldn't energetically be there. And no shade on them, it was my feeling. It was like I cannot be here. This is just too energetically. I just this is all wrong, all wrong. I don't, can't play that role, I don't, you know, whatever. And again, it's no shade on anyone else, it's as you kind of take your power back or return or take ownership in a way, it's sort of take ownership, things become impossible to, it just, it's, it's not even a thinking thing, it's just an energetic, it's just like energetic, you just feel this is all wrong. You can't pretend. When you you don't have any access to your emotions, you can pretend anything. I can pretend I'm not feeling this. I can pretend that's not really happening. I can pretend that I don't really like them. But when you're back on, when the switch begins to be put back on, you begin to hone and really custom build your life according to the newness of who you are or the understanding of what you truly feel, which is why emotions are so important. They are the compass. They are a guiding, you know, machine that says to you, yes, this is right, that's wrong, this feels right, this feels wrong, which is why when they're turned off, you're lost at sea. And I literally just break or switch them off as a child. So I wouldn't feel the horror. So really it's like coming back online and you have now, there's a power that you have. There's a knowledge about who you are. There's a releasing of the feelings. There's the ability to feel the feelings, to see the people for who they are. It really isn't a complete, like, unearthing. It's like this huge, this other person is showing up. It was always there. It was just buried. And I think in trauma before, like, there's you and there's a world and you're just moving along with this whole life force and then as you wake up it's like the world shrinks and you become bigger not you as an ego but just like the spirit like it just because you're more anchored right if you're in trauma like you know the world can easily overwhelm you because you're just scared there's a lot of shutdown there's a lot of you know, you're easily guided by the energetic flow of the world and, you know, everything is, you're just more, you know, in the wind, you're more at the mercy of the world because there's so little rooting. And the more you open up and you face the horror in your own universe that you've built, that you've been blinded from, the world isn't as powerful. You really begin to blossom and root, and, you know, it's it's a different sensibility about the world. So, you literally reshape, you shift energetically, you reshape, I mean, do you know, I I just, it's insane, but I had no idea how damaged I was. I had no idea. I had a ceremony recently where I was literally like an abused dog, you know, you kick them and you kick them and the dog just agrees to be kicked. I mean, it's a pretty horrific thing to say, but it literally was what I was feeling. Like I just had to, oh, please don't kick me, you know, like, oh, I'll be nice next time. Then I won't, you won't kick me if I'm nice next time. I mean, it's horrific, right? So, you know, in the delusion and illusion and armor, you know, we pretend strength. I mean, pretend absolute, like, it's okay, I'm here, I know what I'm doing. And when you really borrow into how you truly feel, and I'm talking not about images or thinking, I'm just talking about the feeling of being, to feel that, like this you know, these little doggies, they get abused, or cats, animals, and they just, you can see them shaking in the corner. That's how, exactly how I felt. And again, I don't say it from any other than the, you know, the truth of being aware of the damage that's being done to us. I just refused all the damage that was done. You know, like, I'm not accepting this damage. But I was, right? So, you know, the, the power of all of this kind of waking up is, and I can see it with this medicine, the ayahuasca is, it literally reshapes you and heals you and replants the soil. And, and in that soil, you can, you know, release the feelings because you know if you're carrying rage and you're carrying hatred and you're carrying anger and and it's just and and you know you're sitting there like festering and really continuously dampening down the truth of your feelings um, it's an impossible conflict to live in and You know, now you you get there's so much violence in the world. I get it. I get why people just wake up and do things. It's just like, you can't live in that. Your shadow is very powerful. I remember, you know, it was about 30 years ago, 35, I don't remember, but my mother visited New York, and I literally, my shadow, I had no idea, I had no access to my shadow, but it just, it was so powerful. It just blew up, and it was just like, I just wanted to, like, get rid of her. And... I was terrified. I had no access. I had it so repressed, so compassion to everyone. I mean, all the people in jail, everybody. Nobody wants to end up in jail. Nobody wants to end up hurting anything or anyone or doing anything bad. But the power of, you know, our response to violence and to abuse and to cruelty and to have to hide it and refuse it you know, you're either chasing your tail or you're, God knows, you end up in a courtroom being jailed for sort of, you know, stabbing some, I don't know. I mean, fortunately, you know, I've been blessed that, you know, I was able to, I didn't go down the route of addiction or, you know, I could have ended up under a bridge with a heroin needle up my arm quite easily. Um, But I didn't, I built this energetic, Body, that you know, was this huge um, dungeon keeper. I had my own cater, so to speak, you know, that just kept me in line, and um, and I had stories about saving them, and, you know, that I was doing something great by helping. You know, it was all this kind of like. Kind of weird mix of Catholicism and kind of you know i don't know just it was just in you know accepting authority and you know whatever and and you know I just accepted submission and obedience to this dark force and kind of lived in its shadow, and now and again, you know my shadow would escape like in that particular situation, it was just like. I wasn't there, this thing was bigger than me, right. I just wanted to like have be done with her. And there were two or three occasions where I literally just, you know, turned around and, you know, just got really in her, you know, in their face, but very, you know, just not that. So I, and I just, you know, plotted along, you know, potted along and got on with fulfilling their agenda, but, you know, and refusing everything so I was deeply buried but I was deeply acknowledging and submissive I mean because I I blacked out but I think had I had even the inkling of what they were doing or what was being done you know God knows where I'd be literally under a bridge with a heroin needle on my arm so I was fortunate and I mean it was an enormous amount of suffering involved but Um, I didn't self-destruct and um, I always found hope somehow, somewhere. Even in the the worst circumstances, there was always, you know, something to live for. But if you've been blackened in that way and, you know, smoked out in that way and you don't have any connection at all, or even the power to invent something. It's horrific. So again, enormous compassion for anyone that's had to face up to any of this. But to understand that really we're so fortunate today because we have access to i mean, plant medicines for God's sake. This is insane. We can actually get on a plane and go somewhere and experience this mind-expanding consciousness. What a gift. Or even just meditation that we can come back from crazy and sit there and just allow for our, you know, minds to reveal themselves to us. I mean, there, there, are, there are ways, there are means, there's, there's hope there where well, there wasn't hope before. When this sort of regime of just, absolute tyranny which existed in the world for many years, you know, it no, it no longer, you know, we live in a world that's open, that's, we have the internet, we can, you know, find, discover new things. We're not dominated by one, you know, little tiny human's point of view, although they try to dominate us, no doubt. So the work of opening is actually, you know, it's, it's available. if we're willing to go in and see everything. Sometimes we don't, we just want to be asleep. That's a choice, you know. Asleep and quietly suffer or refuse suffering and have it in your system and whatever. But the, the, the miracle and the magic of today is that yes, um, you can find different ways of moving inward. And you don't have to believe anyone. You don't have to believe anything. I certainly didn't. I still don't, right? You know, I, what I've seen is due to the fact that I drank something and opened up my consciousness. So I, it just showed me what was already there. It didn't tell me. It wasn't saying to me, oh, Maria. It just, here it was right in front of me. It just Boom, here's the dungeon door, it's open, look. You want to look? All right, I'm going to show you. All right? so you don't have to go to funny-robed men behind closed doors or, you know, or listen or say things that we don't really mean or read things that were written 10 zillion years ago. I don't know. I don't, I don't have to. It's not through anyone's experience. There's no one in a funny outfit. Like a gypsy tell, like is a man in your life. I mean, for God's sake, right? I don't have to, there's no leap of faith in the medicine. There's no leap of faith. There's no having to believe anything. I mean, I was, you know, yeah. If I'd let myself be taken by the world, well, God, I'd be even deeper shit right now. I had to be taken out of the world I had to be taken out of all the bombarding you know psychic vampires for your attention that want to throw you into their money making whatever yeah so in the end it's 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 a stripping down it's a shedding it's a subtraction it's a how do i get home like okay i i've been far flung, I've been thrown out to the ends of the, of the universe, now I want to go home, Like I need to know, I need to cut down this forest, I need to get through this hole, I have no idea what's behind that tree, or that tree, or that wall, or that thing, I had no idea, and I remember the first, one of the first ceremonies, where like literally this little elf was like, okay, time to go, right, um, do you want to know, some people don't, it's tough, you're gonna to tear down the whole fucking kingdom. So you may proclaim freedom day in and day out, but freedom is a hard one internal journey. It's not a tattoo. It's not a Louis Vuitton Bag. <laughs> it's a discipline, a commitment a persistence it's not pretty yeah it's not pretty at all and but it's incredible but it's magnificent because it gets you back to you and yeah for some reason it's part of the universe all this shit i don't know why whatever you know, people can say, "Oh, you know, we all have a thing to do." I don't know, do we? I have no idea. Perhaps we do. Perhaps I don't know. I keep asking, "Well, what's the plan? Like, what's the journey about?" It's never said anything to me. I've never. I just know. Well, I have actually. No, I have been. Um, sort of, yeah. Sort of like something happened a long time ago. I don't. Again, but that's what I was told. I don't know. I have no idea. So, yeah, go where you've never been before. You know, unplug yourself from this whole fucking reality. This is just everybody vying for your attention to give you the final belief system that's going to fucking save you. The only person that's going to save you is you. And this world is a natural world it was here, you know, many millions, billions of years before we arrived. It has its own functioning. I mean, you know, and let's, let's say the universe has been here for, what, two weeks? We've been here for like a second. It was functioning way before we fucking got here. Yet it's, it's got its own mechanisms. It's running its own show. We ain't got nothing here. <laughs> so, you know, five people want to control other five people. Yeah. Go ahead and listen to them but really it's their little tiny version like the same of mine mine's a tiny version is it the right version I don't know no idea I know that um, it means something to me you know I've had the experience in a connection to something so much bigger it's my experience it's not yours. You have to find the authentic experience of your life, where it really rings true. Before, nothing meant anything to me. I didn't. I just was just going through the motions. I was told this is the way it's done. Okay, I'm going to do it this way. You know. This is you know if you do it this way, this is where you're going to get the final, you know, the Chevrolet shit. Right, the trip to Disneyland. I did it. I ended up in hell. Thank you very little. so yeah, if you want to wake up, demand you know, it's like customer service, you know, like demand to get the right thing that you ordered, right? You're just not going to accept a second-hand product. you want the full thing? I'm not going to accept this. I want my money back. I want the real thing. Be as demanding with yourself as you are with everything else. I suppose that's it. We're so demanding about getting the salad on the side and the tomato in this and the pickle over there and the you think oh, some people the way they eat. It's like oh my god, is this? Are you for real? Yeah. For themselves, it's like, eviction, no problem, I'm not home, I have no idea, I'm disconnected, I can deal with that. But for God's sake, you know, put the pickle on the side and the t- t- over here and the, t- t- and I don't want this over there. And it's just like, oh my God. Be demanding. Be very demanding. And don't stop till you're home. That's it. Bye.